0: Sixty-eight hours after issuance. See dknj.com/bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Fantasy football fans, which is a lot of you, I know that. I got a way that you can make money, win money, just like you do when you bet the games. It's the Draft app. It's awesome. Or you can just go to draft.com on your laptop or whatever. You get to play in a real live NFL, or if, even if you want NBA, snake draft right now whenever you want. You're done in under five minutes, and you get paid out the next day. Plus, you can play for free. So I'm giving you free money, essentially, when you use the promo code Even Money. Because you get to play in a real money draft for free with your first deposit. Again, you got to use the promo code Money. They're even giving you guys a money back guarantee up to $100 if you don't like it or whatever. So it seems like a pretty good deal to me. Just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code EVENMONEY. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, week 16. We only have about a month of these left. This is making me sad. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast. With the best odds and fast payouts, he is the man, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate in Vegas, Steve Fezzik. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. I am at Ross Tucker NFL, former NFL offensive lineman. That loves this podcast. One of my favorite things every Sunday during the games is checking the bets that I told you guys to make. And seeing how we're doing. Because I want to try to steer you guys in the right direction as much as humanly possible. And that starts with looking back at last week. Thanks to our guy Todd Bergman at Birdman on Twitter. Steve, it was not a good week again, my friend. Uh, I was down four units overall. You were down five and a half units. We'll go through it. Uh, We both leaned Chicago but didn't take them, which is a good thing because that would have been bad. We both passed the Denver Indy game. As for the Chargers and the Chiefs, we went head-to-head. Chargers laying a point. You were right. I was wrong. You got a unit. I lost a unit. Um, as for the Niners game, you laid the two points with San Francisco and pushed 25-23. For some of the other games, you put two units on the Texans. That obviously did not work out well. They got destroyed by the Jags, lost two units there. We both, we had a, our first best bet was the Packers getting three points. I put a unit on it, you put two units on it. And the Packers ended up losing by seven, so we both dropped some there. Uh, Next bet for me, I took Arizona getting four and a half points. They lost by five, so I lost by half a point there. So I was down another unit there. Uh, You came up big with the Rams, man. I mean, the Rams getting a point and a half destroyed the Seahawks, so you won two units there because you put two units on them. I put a unit on Pittsburgh. Getting three points, that was a push. That stunk. I mean, let's be honest. That should have been a, a win for me, probably. And then I put a unit on Dallas, laying three. That pushed also. So I guess that, you could argue, was fortunate. Uh, so two pushes in a row. Our other best bets included the Bucks against the Falcons. That came through. So we did win a one best bet, one unit each. Um, I leaned Philadelphia in that game against the Giants. You did a uh, a teaser, Steve. You did first quarter under seven and a half, one point five units to win. What did you do for the first quarter? I forget.
2: That was a derivative bet. Played the first quarter under seven and a half, laid a dollar fifty. Never had a chance as the Eagle defense did not show up.
1: No, they really did not. And then uh, we both put two units on the over. For the Ravens-Browns game, because of the way the Ravens' offense had been playing, the overall under was 40. It came up short 27-10. to 10. So again, you were down 5.5. I was down 4 for the year. That drops me to up 27 units, and you are up 10.5 units. So we must do much better this week, Steve. Are you ready?
2: I am ready, and I don't even want to talk about losing the over in the Cleveland game. We certainly should have gotten there.
1: Totally with you. All right, let's do it, bright.
3: All right, first up, let's go with the two Saturday games. We'll start with Indianapolis at Baltimore, and the Ravens are 13.5-point favorites with a total of 41.5.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that the Ravens are going to beat them bad. I would probably lean Ravens in that game, but I'm not laying thirteen and a half points. Not on the road. Oh no, I guess it's in Baltimore, but I'm still not laying thirteen and a half points. The Ravens just don't score enough points for me to lay thirteen and a half. I will pass that game.
2: I will lean to Indy. The look at line on this game was ten. So big, big point spread tax on the teams that have to win here and Indy, although they were not very good, they did get to play on Thursday, so extra time to prepare for this game. The rare case where the road team on a Saturday game has the advantage with um, the uh, travel, I will go with Indianapolis, uh, for, just for a lean.
3: All right, Steve, the other Saturday game, Saturday night, NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers minus nine, 40 and a half the total.
2: Yet right where I made the number, uh, dream crusher for Green Bay. Now that they're out of it, we'll see what Hundley can do. To put this line in perspective, I guess I'm going to lean to Green Bay. They are catching five, hosting the Saints with Hundley early in the year. Saints are comparable to Minnesota, pretty close teams, and now we're getting so many more points and make the case that Hundley's better now than he was back then. But um, the uncertainty of the dream crusher, I'm just going to make it a lean on Green Bay.
1: Yeah, so wait a minute. Just to be clear here, the Vikings are favored by nine, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because the thing I'm looking at, I'm looking at Brian and I look at the same website, and they've got it mixed up. They've got the Green Bay Packers favored by nine. Too bad that this website doesn't accept the bets. I'd be putting a lot of money in on the Vikings getting nine points. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I- I'm going to pass the game. I would lean Minnesota, actually. I've seen way too many Brett Hundley home games to last me a lifetime, Uh, but I'm going to pass this game. I think the Vikings really want to seal the deal in terms of the bye week and still have a chance at home field advantage. I think they'll come out and play well, and I think it sends an awful, awful message to the team when you put a clearly healthy player like Aaron Rodgers on IR. I mean, you're you're certainly not telling them – that there's a whole lot of importance in this game.
3: All right, on to the Sunday games. First one is Detroit. They are five point favorites at the Cincinnati Bengals. Forty-three and a half is the total. No, I'm sorry, just forty-three.
1: Yeah, a little surprised by this, um, just in the sense that you know the Bengals have kind of packed it in the last two weeks. The Lions still very much in playoff contention. I'm going to put a unit on the Lions laying five points. I just feel like the, the, the Bengals have packed it in. Maybe they feel like they'll play better at home or that they'll show some pride. I, I don't know, but I'll go ahead and take the Detroit Lions. One unit laying the five points in Cincy.
2: We're going to go head-to-head on this one. Two units on the Bengals. Yes, they've most certainly been packing it in, almost looking like they've quit for the season, but I think this is going to be Marvin Lewis' last home game, and I think the Bengals do show. Let's put this line in perspective. Last week, if you wanted to bet the Lions, you had to lay five, and they were hosting the Bears. Now they're laying five at Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati worse than the Bears? I don't think so. So tremendous line value on the Bengals. I know they played horrible. I'm going to go contrarian, two units, Cincinnati.
3: Steve, the L.A. Chargers seven-point favorites at the New York Jets with a total of 42.5.
2: Going to lean to the Chargers. They were laying 10-and-a-half last week. I know that Bryce Petty played pretty well against New Orleans, but um, I still am not a believer in him or the Jets, and the Chargers still have something to play for. They still have a chance to get to the playoffs. What's keeping me off the Chargers is the 40 degrees and the light rain for a team from Los Angeles, just the lean Chargers.
1: Yeah, I would probably lean Chargers as well. I don't like laying a full seven um, at the Jets like that. The Jets, I'll give Todd Bowles credit. He has found a way to consistently get those guys to play above their head. So I'm going to pass this one as well.
3: Ross, the L.A. Rams in Tennessee against the Titans. Six-and-a-half-point favorites for Los Angeles. Total is 48-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, and and I know they just played at Seattle, and now they're going to Tennessee. But the Titans, as desperate as they are, aren't playing very well. The Rams are on a roll. They're trying to clinch the division. They're trying to get a bye themselves. I don't like laying points very often, but this is a second game. I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay uh, six and a half. I'll put a unit on the Rams. I don't usually like to go two units when I'm laying that kind of points, especially on the road like I'm doing twice here, but I'm doing it. A unit for the Rams laying six and a half.
2: So I've been against the Titans Pretty much every week, I've talked about how overvalued they are and how they're just an a slightly below average team and they don't belong in the playoffs. Having said all that, I've got them two points worse than an average team, which is lower than a whole lot of people throughout the country. I think the Rams are awesome. I got the Rams six points better than an average team. That puts them at the very top of the NFC. That still only makes this line eight on a neutral site, that makes it five at Tennessee. I've got the Titans. Their season is slipping away in an absolute must-win circle the wagons game, 10 a.m. start time. Uh, I got a West Coast team with an early start time that's from L.A. that's got to go to the Tennessee winter. Okay, it's not going to be terrible weather, but it's going to be cold. I have to bet the Titans. It's too good of a spot. I know the Rams are much better, but that's built into the line. Three units, Titans.
3: Wow. Wow. All right, Steve. Cleveland at Chicago. and The Bears are six-and-a-half-point favorites. 38-and-a-half is the total there.
2: Uh, just say it isn't so. Cleveland has a little value in my numbers. There's no way I am betting Cleveland anymore over the uh, rest of my lifetime. That team consistently just underperforms with Kaiser and with Hugh Jackson. I will pass the game.
1: I'm passing as well. Um, I would lean Chicago. You know what? I'm not passing the game. I'm putting a unit on Chicago. The Browns stink. They're always going to stink. It's ridiculous now. I feel like the Bears will play better at home. I'm laying more points. I know I'm going to be wrong on at least one or two of these, but I'm putting one unit on Chicago laying the six and a half points.
3: Ross, the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Carolina Panthers, and Panthers ten point favorites with a total of forty six and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised by this line. Very surprised by the line. Now the Bucks are beat up. They're putting even more guys on IR. Um, it's not good. I don't think OJ Howard or Deshaun Jackson will play in this game. But I also know Thomas Davis isn't playing in the game, and I know that Shaq Thompson is not playing in the game. That just seems like a lot. I, I like the Bucks getting 10 points. I mean, 10 points is a lot. Jameis Winston's been slinging it. I'm putting two units on the Bucks getting the 10 points.
2: I'm going to pass the game, but i got to tell you, Ross, I would lean Carolina. I think that the Bucks that was their home run game, similar to how Miami's home run game was against New England and then they didn't show up against Buffalo for the most part. You mentioned that everybody's heard for Tampa Bay. They've only got six days to prepare and I really think that no team is more injured than Tampa and also not having a bye all year long for Tampa Bay. They had that hurricane uh, week one, so they lost their bye week. I think that this team is absolutely done. Lean Carolina.
3: Steve, the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints five-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 53.
2: So it's one of my favorite situational spots. I get the best team in the division playing the second best team in the division, arguably even the third best team here, but um, a playoff contender against the division winner. And somehow the playoff contender beats the division winner in the first game. So we saw this with Detroit, Minnesota. And then the rematch, the better team usually gets sky high. We saw it last week with the Rams whacking Seattle after losing their first game. Somehow Atlanta got it done Breeze through the interception at the very end of the game, and Atlanta went ahead and got the win at home two weeks ago. It's payback time in the dome. I only have the Saints two points better than, than Atlanta, but the spot is great. They slept, walked against the Jets, didn't play a very good game, but it was not a taxing game. Atlanta's had nothing but taxing close games. They only get six days to prepare. New Orleans is going to get it done here. I'm going to go three units on the Saints.
1: Wow. Three units, that's big. Um, I tend to agree that I think the Saints win the game. I think that they probably cover. I'm not going three units. You are going big on some of these, Steve. I will go, though, um, debating between one or two units. I'll just go one unit because it could be a field goal game. One unit, I'll take the Saints and give us our first best bet.
3: The best bet. Next up, Ross. It's the Denver Broncos at the Washington Redskins. Washington three and a half point favorites. Total is forty-one.
1: Yeah, I'm a little surprised by this line. Um, I guess we still don't know who the quarterback will be for Denver at this point, and there's a very real chance that it'll be Paxton Lynch. And I just I can't I can't pick Paxton Lynch, but we don't know who it is, so I'm, I, I have to pass the game. I got burnt on that a couple times earlier in the year. I'm not making a pick until I know who the quarterback is. If I knew it was Osweiler, I would lean Denver. If I knew it was Paxton Lynch, I would lean Washington.
2: Yeah, my sports options is showing Osweiler is expected to start Sunday versus Washington. He's listed as probable, probably 90% that he's going to play. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. If that's the case – Absolutely. I'm going to take Denver plus the points. I'm worried that this is their seventh road game in ten weeks. But Denver has had ten days off. They're playing much better. You know what? The Ostrichs was slinging it around good last week. Played a very good game. Washington's been done since Thanksgiving when Dallas whacked them. They've not played well since. I'll take Denver for two units.
3: Miami Dolphins, Steve, uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by ten with a total of 44.
2: whole lot of points, but... I uh, go back to Miami, similar to Tampa Bay, no bye all year long. I really think that that is absolutely going to catch up to them the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm worried Kansas City won their biggest game of the year, the showdown against the Chargers, and they could be slightly flat. I'll lean to Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I would probably lean Miami. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not laying 10 points. And as for Miami... I just have no faith in Cutler. I I just can't do it. Passing the game.
3: You're not laying 10 there. How about 12.5 for the New England Patriots? They're hosting the Buffalo Bills. Total of 47.
1: No, but I am going to take the 12.5 with the Bills. And I know that they haven't had the best of luck against New England, but I like the way the Bills are playing right now. New England coming off that emotional Sunday game against the Steelers. They lose Burkhead. I like the Bills to do a pretty good job of keeping this one close. I'm going to put two units on the Bills getting 12.5 points. That's a lot. I mean, even if they're down 17 and they score a touchdown late to lose by 10, they cover. Give me the Bills, two units, getting the
2: 12.5. I agree. I'm going to put a unit on the Bills plus the 12.5. I hate betting against the Patriots. I've actually done it the last two weeks and gone 1 0 1. Uh, the Patriots had to play five road games in six weeks. Now they come home, but not exactly rested. The Bills played three straight home games. So I could make the case that it's the road team that's more rested here and in a good spot. Sure, give me the Bills for a unit. All
3: right, Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars, four-and-a-half-point favorites at the, as we call them, the 3-0 and San Francisco 49ers. Total is 42 and a half.
2: That's what my notes show, 3-0. and and forget about the 4-10, and 10. totally different team with Jimmy G. Hey, Bortles is actually playing great for Jacksonville. Who saw that coming? Uh, I certainly didn't, but now he has to go out on the road. Jacksonville's off three straight home games. I don't know if he can continue it on the road, and I could see Jacksonville letting up a little bit before playing the Titans. I've been riding San Francisco every week with Jimmy G. Go ahead and give me a unit, San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, I I think getting four and a half, I think at least keeping it close. Jacksonville has to go all the way out to San Francisco. There's so much momentum, so much positivity around the Niners right now. Uh, Jacksonville's the much better team. I think they'll win the game. I think the Niners have a good chance to cover. I'll put a unit on the Niners as well. Best bet. The best
3: bet. The New York Giants at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals laying four uh, with a total of 40.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Giants looked pretty good on, on Sunday against the Eagles, especially on offense, and now they play an Arizona team that's going back to Drew Stanton as their quarterback. I guess what jumps out to me here is the total. I mean, the Giants' defense hasn't really been playing all that well. The Giants' offense looked pretty good, and they were getting the ball out I think the Arizona offense can't be worse with Stanton than they were with Gabbert. I'm putting a unit on the over 40 total.
2: Makes a lot of sense because Arizona has kicked nine field goals for their offense the last two weeks. And if you get to the red zone, you should score touchdowns half the time, even with a bad offense. So with Stanton, maybe that'll help. Um, And certainly I was impressed with what the Giants' O was able to do. Um, Eli finally uh, starting to sling the ball around the cards I have rated as the much better team but frankly the money's coming in on the Giants which probably is because of their improvement on offense. Let's have another best bet. I'll go over for you with you. The best bet.
3: Sunday night Seattle at Dallas Cowboys five point favorites total 47.
2: So I didn't make it as high. I only made this line about three and a half but I cannot go with Seattle. I know they've been great in December. Seems like all kinds of locker room problems. They don't have the tie break against Atlanta, so virtually stick a fork in them in terms of their playoff chances. And, you know, the defense has been injured all year long, and now they got linebacker injuries as well. But we thought that that O-line was improving, and then they get sacked seven times last week. I will lean to Dallas, but my power ratings don't support it. So just a lean.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to expect from Zeke. I mean, I think people are excited about it and think he'll play pretty well. Um, Seattle was absolutely embarrassed. I'd like to think that they'll bounce back from that. I just I don't know that for sure. So I'm going to end up passing the game. I just don't have a good enough read on it either way.
3: All right, on to Christmas Day. we got two games on Monday. First one, Pittsburgh favored by 9.5 at the Houston Texans. Total is 44.
1: So the Steelers, you know, have to bounce back after that tough game against the Patriots, and they don't have Antonio Brown. Feels like a pretty good spot. You know, it's Christmas Day. Feels like a pretty good spot for Houston, but Houston's been awful lately. I mean, awful and just getting pounded. So it's just a lean for Houston here to keep this game close. The Steelers usually play to their level of competition, so I'll lean Houston, but... I'm not going to pull the trigger.
2: I'm going to put a unit on Houston. It's big that Antonio Brown's not going to play. You know, Big Ben and company just are a completely different offense on the road. They have struggled big time on the road. And the fact that Houston got embarrassed so badly last week, I thought they'd be better with T.J. Yates. They most certainly weren't. Uh, I think we're going to get their best effort. And sometimes Pittsburgh shows up big time in primetime games under the lights but I don't think they're going to be excited Christmas Day to have to be playing in the afternoon. I will put a unit on Houston.
3: All right, the final game, Steve. It's uh, Monday night. It's Oakland at Philadelphia. The Eagles laying nine points. Total is forty-seven and a half.
2: Yeah. So Philly's D was awful against the Giants. Now they get Oakland with both their wide receivers questionable, Cooper and, and Crabtree. And frankly, I don't know how. It's Oakland could be excited to have to play Christmas night in Philadelphia. And I think Foles looked capable. Um, I know that was a very high-scoring game against the Giants, but it's not going to be good weather on Christmas night in Philadelphia here. 47 and a half, sure. Go ahead and give me the under for two units.
1: That's interesting. Um, I, I just think Raiders' defense is not good. The Eagles' defense has not been playing well. Um, I, I can't go with you on that. I'm also not going to lay nine points with the Eagles. I do expect them to play better at home than they have on the road, but that game is a pass for me. Excellent work, Steve. That'll do it. Now that we know where we're placing our bets, everybody knows where to go. The official online gaming company of. The Even Money Podcast. It's betonline.ag. You just use that promo code Even Money on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus, up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. If you haven't tried it to this point, I really don't know why, but go ahead, treat yourself for Christmas. Just visit betonline.ag, use the promo code Even Money to score your $2,500 bonus. It's a 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500. They also have that awesome state-of-the-art live betting software where you can bet a risk-free $25 on your first live bet. And if you're into the other stuff, the Vegas-style casino, live casino, poker, casino, they got it all for you, dudes. They got it all. All at BetOnline.ag. Just make sure you use the code Even Money. That'll do it for us for this week. Uh, probably recording a little bit later next week, either Thursday or Friday, because of the holiday. So that's okay. There's no Thursday game, so we should be good. It'll come out Thursday or Friday. Stay posted by following us on Twitter at Fezic Sports, at Ross Tucker NFL, and Brian at RTF Podcast. Other than that, you guys know the deal with the other shows, Fantasy Feast, Ross Tucker Football Podcast. They're all awesome. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be
2: found.